This is a HeadGum Podcast. Oh my God. We want to thank all of you listeners because somehow within two days after us launching, you made us the number seven overall comedy podcast on iTunes. Yeah, you guys, you guys, what were you doing? You were listening to our podcast so much. You put our faces underneath Mark Marin's face. We were in the top 10. It was insane. We were surrounded by so many people we look up to. Grace yep. Helbig was a few down from us. Yep. Like, down hum, from us. Hum, humble brag. We love you. You're behind us. I mean, I truly don't understand this <laughs> algorithm, but I no. like it. I was freaking out when we were 145. I was like, I know. And I was like, Number seven's way better. Help us break 100. Like, break 10? Are you even kidding? Like, comedy bang bangs behind us. Like, yeah, pretty amazing. Yeah. Dude, well, iTunes, keep your algorithm yeah. the way it is because, uh, cool. Will we be number one this week? I don't know. Share it with your friends. Share it with your mom. Please keep comment. Listening. Comment. Rate. We love you. We love all of you. We really love you. We just want to thank you. We heard from so many cool fans that yeah. wrote in and wrote amazing submissions telling us their stories. We're so excited yep. to get to those in the next few episodes. Amazing submissions also complimenting Laura Lane on her belly button. Yeah, I got one creeper. Super weird because podcasts are not a visual medium, and yet they sought her out. They sought me um, out. They must have found my... Instagram and right. I don't like post belly button like selfies. I know. But I think like deep in my Instagram there's some like bathing suit bikini pictures from like a vacation or right. something. Yeah, I'm I was a little jealous, but you know what? I don't think my belly button's well documented. They so called it's it okay. they said you're Literally, the whole email was about how sexy my belly button is. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. We uh, crazies reach out to us. Viewers with your stories reach out to us. <laughs> We love you all. Okay, now let's kick off this podcast with a word from our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Start building your website today at squarespace.com. Enter the offer code SINGLE at checkout and you're going to get 10% off. That's right. And you know, our website, www.thisiswhereyoursingle.com. You always say the www and you don't need the www. Because I grew up part of the AOL generation. You don't need it. It's just thisiswhyyoursinglebook.com or thiswhyyoursingleshow.com. But the Ws don't hurt. Um, <laughs> sure. Either, they'll, they'll delete when you put no them matter, in. No matter they how. Will, they will del- they, the website, the web says you don't need them. In case you can't tell, Laura is the computer ways out of the two of us, and that's why she built our website on Squarespace. Squarespace. <laughs> yes. I mean, I use W's. I could have never figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm joking. You can. Squarespace is really easy. Um, but it looks tell them how cool. really beautiful. I made it, it really does. It looks beautiful. There's like pictures of our show, pictures, pictures, of, pictures us. of us. If you want to like listen to the podcast, but also picture us talking, you can go on our website and look at our faces. Wow, you hear us talking. Right. It'll really enhance your experience. You can read our bio mm-hmm. if you want to know everything about us. Yep, all of our press because we're really famous. Yes. It's all there, all there in Squarespace. And all Laura had to do was like drag and drop. It was, a, I mean, Yeah, basically, that's all I had to do. It's really easy, and I made it look really cool. Squarespace has state-of-the-art technology powering your site to ensure security and stability. It is trusted by millions of people, including us. It starts at just $8 a month. It's so cheap. You can get a free domain if you sign up for a year, and you can start your free trial site today. That's what I did. I just kind of played around, and I was like, this is great. No credit card required at squarespace.com. And when you decide to sign up, just make sure you use the offer code SINGLE, that's S-I-N-G-L-E, in case you don't know how to spell She can that. build websites and she can spell. You're going to get 10% <laughs> off your first purchase if you use that offer code. Squarespace, build, build it, beautiful. it beautiful. All right, let's start the show. 
Welcome to This Is Why You're Single, the podcast about dating. I'm Laura Lane. And I'm Angela Sparrow. We're the creators of the This Is Why You're Single sketch show at the People's Improv Theater and also an upcoming book of the same name. And uh, this week's reason we will be exploring is your cuddle horny. Also on the lineup, we are talking about what's new in dating news. A woman tries to plan a pregnancy so that her baby will be a Taurus because that woman is crazy. And we're going to be discussing why teenagers love supernatural romance novels. So mm-hmm. a lot of sexy stuff coming up. Mm-hmm. Angela, what's going on in your week? What's going on in my week? Um, well, I have a friend who he met a guy on Tinder. Okay. And as you know, Tinder, you meet people based on like your radius and how far apart you are from them. Of course. I don't know if you've heard of Tinder. It's an app for Yeah, dating. thank you. You've heard of it? This podcast came out in 2011. <laughs> um, so, at, but you would think that this would happen more often. Uh, it's never happened to me. He met a guy that lives right across the street from him. Mm-hmm. Like, literally, they can see each other's apartment from Okay, that's windows. creepy. I know. So now he's dealing with a very uh, unique situation that I would never want to be in. How did he figure out that this dude lives across the street? Was well, he, he, like, looking through the window and he was like, oh, whoa, this guy I mean, that I'm about to can... swipe right on looks exactly like the guy that I'm watching get undressed across the window? The creepy thing about Tinder is it literally shows you how many miles away somebody is. So they were like... Zero miles? Basically. So I think he was just like, are you outside my window? And essentially he was. So scary. So now uh, they're dealing with that weirdness. And I feel like when you're, it's one thing if you're like in a serious relationship with somebody, like that can be fun if they live, like you have your own space, but they're also close enough that you can like run over when you want to. Uh huh. But if you're casually dating them. Yeah, because if you go on another date, you're just not that into it. I mean, I assume he's dating other guys. So if he's going to bring a guy home or meet at his place, whatever the case is, then, yeah, the fear that this guy can see him is not good. And I know that, like, even if I was only kind of into a person, I would still be, like, surveilling their door just out of interest and seeing if they're, like... Well, that's because you're a stalker. Well, yeah, but that's for another show. <laughs> that's for our, <laughs> This is why you're single, because you're a stalker yeah. episode. <laughs> so is he still going out with this guy? What's happening? Well, it only just started, so... Uh, they, but they've gone on a couple of dates, and it's going well. Okay, that's good. But the thing, I think, like, what happens is it kind of makes... It forces you to get kind of too comfortable because it's like obviously the question of whether or not you're going to go home with somebody is is tricky enough when you're like going in opposite directions yeah you can't there's no excuse being like oh i've got a really long train ride home so i better get home early right yeah no that's super awkward so like that decision like comes up quicker than it normally would for another person i mean it must have already come up it did, and I'm not going to divulge what happened out of respect. You didn't even say what his friends. name is. Are you kidding me? I want to know what happened. You didn't even say what his name is. You have to tell me what happened. Well, they went home together. Okay, all right. So basically, <laughs> the moral of this story is, is if you are going to swipe right on someone on Tinder and they live across the street, right. you're probably going to hook up with them like on the first date. Right. So just be prepared for that or swipe left. Agreed. Okay. Yeah. All right. I dig it. 
I know. So what's uh, what's going on with you? How's your well, romantic life? I mean, my romantic life is hot and heavy because I got married. So oh yeah, I remember that. It's great, but okay. So I feel like the universe knows when you are coupled mm-hmm. because I have never been hit on more than I have oh. in the past week. Yeah, that ring's a real turn on. They don't notice the <laughs> ring is the thing. So I'm walking down the street yesterday, and some guy taps me on the shoulder. And you know when someone does that in New York City, you like really in a split right. second, you size them up. Like, are you about to mug me? Are you like mm-hmm. going to try to ask me if I want to donate money to save the whales in right, which is worse Australia? Than mugged sometimes, yeah, I'd rather be mugged than like be asked for to right. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> so you like quickly size them up. And this guy's, like, not looking me in the eye. He's, like, kind of looking down. Mm. He's like, uh, so I uh, got to go to my, my – I got a rehearsal for, like, a dance. My, like, dance He's a dancer? Pre- I, get, I don't know. Oh. I didn't get that far. Uh, a, I, and a, I got to drop off my camera, and I'm like, where is this going? Like, I'm so <laughs> confused. I'm, like, still sizing him up. I'm like, is he trying to distract me? I'm, like, looking to the right and the left. Like, is someone going to come out from, like, behind a corner and, like, grab my purse? I'm, like, holding on right. tight to my purse. But I'm, like, don't want to be rude to someone. Mm-hmm. Okay, maybe he's trying to ask. Maybe maybe he needs to get to this dance studio. And he needs like directions. So I'm like waiting for him to say, like, right, get how do I point. get? How do I get to this place? Get to mm-hmm. the point, right? So he's like, I gotta drop my camera, so I I gotta go somewhere. So I, so I gotta be real quick. I uh, I don't have a pickup line, but I uh, oh, I, I just want to let you know you're you're really you're really beautiful, and I wanted to ask you. And I was like, oh, I before like I didn't even want to like. <laughs> let him finish the sentence. I was like, uh-huh. oh, that's so nice. I just got married. I like hold up the ring. Okay. So as if that wasn't like awkward enough for this guy enough, mm-hmm. as this is happening, <laughs> a female friend of his sees him from across the street. I don't remember what his name is. Ricky. Oh, no. Hey, Ricky. So while he's getting like, like not like rejected, rejected, humiliated, humiliated, but like, you know, like not, yeah, I mean... By, like, this beautiful woman on the street. Exactly. You. Gorgeous. Mm-hmm. You mean? And uh, his friend, like, sees oh. the encounter and, like, really quickly realizes, like, what's happening. Well, that's good. At least she wasn't like, Ricky, is this your new girlfriend? And yeah, no, it didn't get like that. And so he's like, uh, oh, well, uh... And so I tried to be, because I'm a very generous person. Right. I didn't want it to be obvious to this friend in case she didn't completely see what happened. I was like, so anyways, uh, good to see you. I'll uh, see you later, and I start to walk away. <laughs> You're very kind. Well, I felt really bad for him because I didn't want like this friend, this girlfriend, or whatever, whoever knew him, to like see him getting rejected. So I was like, pretended like I knew him. Hmm. I didn't know what to do. Okay, I was put on the spot. Oh man, I like that you cut him off though. It would have been really funny if he was like, uh, I was just wondering. And then he wasn't asking you out. I mean, I feel like that would happen to me. I know. I mean, they're like, I'm married. And they're like, uh, I want to know where the R train is. So when I said I'm married, he goes, uh, okay, well, then let's just pretend this was a compliment. <laughs> 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 That's adorable. It's so cute. He's I really sweet. I don't know, Ricky like the dancer finds love. I know. I just need to like look people in the eye and like get to the point more and like just like know what he's gonna say because I didn't mm. need to know about him like having to drop off his camera. Right, I guess, you learned a lot of information about him. So much for, of like him, a brief street interaction. I, if I had to guess, I think the point was like he was running late, mm-hmm. but wanted to hit on me and wanted me to know that. <laughs> I want to hit on you, but I don't have a lot of time right. to talk to you. I'm penciling you. you in yeah, because you're attractive. So if you're into this stuttering, not looking <laughs> in your eye, dude, like maybe we can pencil in a conversation later. Right. 
but I'm late mm. for my dance studio camera drop-off oh, sitch. What could have been? What could have been? <sighs> so that happened to me. Yeah? Yeah, that was a lot of fun. I Is it weird to say like it still felt like he's like, take it as a compliment? I was like, I mean, to be honest, I was like, that, that was a compliment. Because this was like after a long day of work where you're really sweaty, and you're feeling kind of gross. And even though this was like a, you know, skinny, stuttering... <laughs> Dude, that can't look you in the eye. It felt good. It still feels good. It still felt good. Yeah. All right. Now let's talk about what is in the news. All right. What's in the news, Laura? Um, I'm going first. All right. This is what's in the news. I was reading a story on my favorite website, Cosmopolitan. Sexy. Very sexy. Wow, that is sexy. Okay, this isn't, I know this is a show about dating, but this is still a story that's definitely worth talking about because Mm -hmm. this woman, her name is Tonalyn Hornung. I'm sorry I butchered your name, but Mm -hmm. it's complicated and there's a lot of letters. She wrote about trying to plan to have a baby because she wanted to have a baby that was a Taurus. Mm -hmm. This is one quote that was in the article. Okay. If he comes now, he will be an Aries. And I'm just not sure my husband and I can handle that. They can be kind of fiery. Dude, this nutcase should not be having a child. I mean, to be fair, Aries are crazy. What? Just kidding. That's insane. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. You really scared me there for a second. No. I mean, I read the article, too. And I think it's interesting that she's a Virgo because that's such a Virgo thing to do. As a Virgo. <laughs> you asshole. You know, I you just, know I'm a Virgo. Wait, I'm a Virgo. Yeah, we know this. You have the same birthday as Hubster. You're, you're Hubster, yeah. We're, We're very practical people. Right. Although, mm, I mean, is planning your pregnancy so that your baby is a Taurus practical? I don't know. In some circles, maybe. Okay, here's the thing that's about to blow your mind. This mm-hmm. author was also a Virgo. She's one of us. Yeah. All right, let me read you another quote from this. It's not like I don't like Aries people. It's just that I'm a Virgo and my husband is a Scorpio and a Taurus would be better for us. Hmm. What kind of drugs is this woman taking? Like crystals from some psychic that she met on 34th Street? Astrology is no doubt really fun to read about. Yeah, of course. But if you base um, pretty much any decision on it, uh, to each their own, but I think you're a little wacky. Here's the thing. You can... Oh, sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. You. No, you. Okay. No, you. All right. I mean, I was just going to throw out there that I say that, but I've also spent lots of money on, like, coffee house psychics. The truth is coming out. Explain yeah. more. Well, no, just that, like, you know, like, a lot of local businesses like to, like, boost their sales on a Monday night will have psychic night, so you pay, like, $20 to some old lady to, like, read your tarot cards and be like, I feel like you're in college. You want a job. <laughs> and you're like, yeah. So, you know me so well. You know what? I rescind my judgment. All right. I'm all about, I get why some people might want to plan a pregnancy for a certain time of year. There's mm-hmm. like studies that say that if you have a baby born in the summer, that baby ends up being like a healthy, more healthy toddler because oh. they have more vitamin D and sun. I've never and, heard that. I don't know. Okay. I'm not okay. a doctor, but this is just a study I read in some Malcolm Gladwell book. That's I'll let you take that with a grain of salt okay. as it's a Malcolm Gladwell book. But mm-hmm. I remember that anecdote about babies that were born in the summer were like a little bit more healthy than the babies mm-hmm. born in the winter when they have to like be inside and they don't get as much vitamin D. I'm sure it was a yeah. lot more complicated than the way that I just explained it. Mm-hmm. But I but I can understand maybe some kind of strategic whatever. 
But like basing it on like moon cycles, I mean, is that even what the is that what signs are? Is it moon cycles? Is it the stars? Uh, all I know is Mercury is always in retrograde. That's, That's true. Thing. That's a good thing to blame everything on. Mm-hmm. All right. So, well, I guess we kind of agree here that it's probably just not a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, like I said, I'm going to keep going to psychics. So, whatever. People will believe what they believe. You keep do you do you you do you. We subscribe to that theory. What's going on in the news on your end? Oh, I was reading a Vice article, mm-hmm. which is usually not a good idea because most Vice articles are really depressing. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one was great. It had the best title ever. I'm going to read it to you: "Blood Sugar Sex Tragic: Why Teens Can't Get Enough of Supernatural Romance Novels." I have one thing to say about that. Sexy. Kinda. If you think werewolves are sexy. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sexy. Laura <laughs> Lane, acapella in the studio. Yeah. <laughs> um, so basically there is um there is a big market for supernatural sex novels. Um, and the target is like 14-year-olds to 20-year-olds. Okay. And they have, like, conventions where they get together and they just, like, gush about um, – the, the hot new novel is called um, The Hard Mate. And I That don't, sounds like a porno. That I doesn't sound like, like, a, like a teen novel. It's got to mean something else, but the innuendo is undeniable. But it's about a werewolf. Okay. And a girl. Or maybe they're both werewolves. I mean, I read the excerpts. Okay. I couldn't quite figure it out. All I know is he had an erection and they talked about it a what? lot. I know. Um, Why are these 14-year-olds reading it? When I was 14, I was reading The Babysitter's Club. I know. I mean, the, the theory behind it, I guess, is that they grew up on, like, reading Harry Potter when they were young. But all, they, all they, those kids just wanted, like, Harry and uh, Hermione to bone anyway. I mean, we so all like magic. Out the middleman. That's why we liked Aladdin. That's why we yeah. like Sleeping Beauty. Beating, okay, those are all have, they all have magic. We all like magic. But, like, in terms of, like, hoping to get, like, boned by a blood-sucking creature, I just feel like that might, like, mess with your future sexual yeah. development. Yeah, it was it was interesting. They definitely um in the article they interviewed one of the authors and she pointed out that there are relatable themes for teens in these novels. So like whereas getting like roofied on a college campus is a big issue right now, they have uh moments in their books where uh a young girl is under a werewolf's magic spell okay. and can't control her actions. So you know. I mean, is it that these teenagers are like role playing cuz there's nothing wrong with that? No, that was the thing. Most of them were kind of like very chaste. Like they were, they were like had braces. Like they're little girls. Um, and they asked them like if it affected how they dated, and they were like, "No, we don't date." So they just like to maybe, read about it. Maybe the effects will emerge later on, and they'll just go for really hairy men. That's true, and then yeah. you will have that in common with them. Exactly. Well, hairy men aside, we're going to take a quick second to give a shout out to our one of our sponsors. Before we move on, we want to thank one of our sponsors, Nature Box. And Angela, I have a confession to make because while you were away on your vacation in Hawaii, Go on. our This Is Why You're Single Nature Box arrived at my door. And I'm sorry, you were gone. I ate like half no. the snacks. That's why you why? were 
you were like, I, I thought there were more. Yeah, there was double the amount. You're horrible. I know. I'm a horrible person. But they're really good and they're healthy. And you know how I am. I like my like organic, yeah. healthy food. I know. I'm like a yoga girl. And you don't even have to go out for them. That's, that's the best part. They were delivered to your apartment. You didn't have to go out for your thievery. I don't know who's more lazy about going to the grocery store to buy groceries, if it's me or you. Um, I think it's even, which is why I took my half of the Nature Box goodies. I know, and you took the pretzels, which were one yes. of my favorite things. Cheddar pretzels and Italian bistro pretzels. I had them for breakfast. They work. They're savory, but they work. <laughs> They're healthy. It's a healthy breakfast. Yeah. And I'm just glad that you left me the everything bagel sesame sticks. Like, what? Those are two yeah. of my favorite things in one. I, they're just the best things ever. Yeah, it's all pretty delicious. Yeah, it's healthy. They come to your doorstep. We really, truly love Nature Box. And yeah. right now, you can enjoy your first box of Nature Box snacks on them, thanks to us a little bit, because you go to <laughs> naturebox.com slash single, and you get a box on them. Yeah, don't take our word for it. Try it. Sign up and try it. Yes. It is a world of taste and possibility. And one last time, that is naturebox.com slash single. For your first box of Beyond Tasty hand-picked snacks, sent directly to your door. I'm starving now. Let's get back to the show. Thanks, Nature Box. We are going to move on to our mailbox because the mailbox is a great mailbox today, and you'll find Mm -hmm. out why in a second. This is not a normal mailbox. No, special edition. We are digging into Angela Spera's very own OK Cupid mailbox. (laughs) So annoying how every time I check my mailbox, that song plays. I think we're supposed to save that for later, but it seemed like a big moment (laughs) in the show. You're you're getting two of those this week. There's a lot of important things happening. (laughs) All right. I'm just dying to know what guys are messaging you on OkCupid to hit on you. Well, let me preface this by saying that I'm going to read a few messages. They all came to me within the last 48 hours. Because you're a hot piece of meat. So, you be the judge based on what I'm going to read to you. Okay. Um, I did not have to curate. Like, I didn't have to go back a couple of months. These are all from the last 48 hours. Um, and any guy out there who says, like, I'm just a nice guy. Like, I don't know why girls don't answer me. Maybe because you're sending messages like this. Um, here's the first one. Has anyone ever told you that you look like the refined type of woman where if you were held at gunpoint and you accidentally farted, what? you would still laugh? Want to come help me sharpen my axes sometime? Okay, hold up. Hold up. <laughs> yes. Now, let me clarify that last Can you report him bit. to the police? This is like some serial killer. I know, it's really killer. scary. I mean, okay, so in my profile, I make like the dumb joke of like what you're looking for, and I say like someone with a sense of humor that isn't a serial killer. So okay. like I reference, no, no, no. All right. But let me, and wow, that's wow. the clarifier. But you, s- you don't mention serial killers I, and you don't want serial killers to like come to you. That's like saying like, if, hey me, hey me, like over here, I have please don't points. be a serial killer. Of course they're going to come after you. I have two points to make. This is your fault. Number one, I don't mention farts and he brought those up. So I will not be blamed for that. That is the least worrying thing about this I mean, message. That's pretty disturbing. And number two, you're more disturbed. Guys, you're more disturbed about him mentioning farts than him asking you to sharpen his axes with what you. I what is you. wrong with you? A lot of guys, like a lot of guys on OKCupid, will use the serial killer angle, and it's never the angle you should go with. Then if, why is it on your? 
profile. I say I don't want you to be a serial killer. And so then for you to message me and be like, ha ha ha, I have knives. Bad route to take. You are doing the setup and he's just delivering like the punchline. Well, it's an unfunny punchline when it ends with me getting stabbed. You are legit asking for them to make a serial killer joke. They're supposed to like make a reference to your profile. You, yeah. There's plenty of things. This is classic setup punchline. Reference that I joke about going to Smash Mouth concerts. Reference that I say that I like the band Tegan and Sarah. Don't reference. They they don't know what Tegan and Sarah, they probably think those are your two cats. That's probably not a good one to go with. Um, But anyway, this is why you're single. I thought Um, thought he was the crazy one, but all right, what's next? (laughs) All right, fine. This next one. says, I just found out that I am good looking. Just ask me how. I'm real and an NYC's public school teacher too. Please call me if you would like to meet me in person. And then he gave his full phone number. And then he finished um, by signing his name and saying, oh, just moved to the Bronx from Brooklyn. Oh, you reminded me. My high school counselor's advice that I need a tall blonde. For the record, she's brunette. I am brunette and uh, of average height. And uh, that... I'm confused. There was by no this. punctuation. Is in he that trying to neg you? Like, is this a classic game tactic from like out of like a Neil Strauss playbook? Like, what's going on with this whole like tall blonde? My tactic? theory is that he sends the same message to every woman, regardless of whether they are blonde or not. I think you're right. So that's um, advice out there. Maybe like look at the girls' pictures before you make sure they fit what's in your message. Right. That's, okay. Uh, that's one. Okay. Next. Hello, how's your Tuesday going so far? If given a choice, which color would you associate this Tuesday with? All right, Hmm. color. This dude should have hooked up with the woman from the Cosmo article that is trying to get pregnant to have her baby be a Taurus. Because if you're talking about what color your days are associated with, you're smoking some crystals. Yeah, although on the spectrum of horrible messages, that's not the worst. It's kind of creative. Points for creativity. I mean, but what are you supposed to write back? Like, let's say you really didn't want oh, to banter with this guy. I, I don't. Well, no, I know you that. don't. But if you were going to, you're like, um, do you just ignore the question, or do you go like, oh, my day's feeling really yellow, real, real pink today, real pink. Like a this is really like a periwinkle kind of day. You know, I'm sure, or I shouldn't say I'm sure, but I would guess that he doesn't get a lot of responses from that question, so he probably doesn't know the answer either. If this, anybody ever actually answered him, he'd be like, uh, I don't know what color my day is. I've, I've never been in this position before. <laughs> I've never been asked. <laughs> I've never been asked. Um, yeah, this is definitely like classic copy and paste message. Yeah, he's probably like, this is like great. This is, this this is, is a an unique original one. angle. Nobody's but, thought of this. No. Here's the thing, guys. If nobody's thought of it, there's probably a reason. Yeah. It's because you shouldn't say it or type it. Yeah. Um, I love the guy that just messaged me the word drinks. Not even like a question mark, not like drinks, just drinks. Drinks. So um, maybe. <laughs> um, maybe not. Um, oh, there was the guy that said, would you mind being friends with me so that I can tell my mom that I got friends? LOL. Also, if you would be interested to go out for drinks or something with me, question mark. He used a question mark, but he made no sense. But he also... Tried to make a joke that wasn't a joke, and then, in case you didn't know it was supposed to be a joke, wrote LOL. LOL. He was just really like, laughing. Just like, hey, th- I don't actually mean that I want you to add me so that I can tell my mom. In case you weren't sure, 
Right. That's an LOL. That's supposed yeah. to be the that's the funny part of this message. Right. You should never now have let's to, get serious. You shouldn't Drinks. have to point out what part of your message is supposed to be funny. Yeah, I agree. And um, that's what Facebook is for. So we're gonna end on a good one though. This one I thought was top notch. He said, "Look, we're a ninety-one percent match." That's great. That's a lot. That's a high percentage. That is high. That uh, yeah. All right. So far, so good. He um, points that he like paid attention. Mm-hmm. This you can tell this is not a copy and paste. He's a thoughtful so gentleman. All right. Um, regardless of what that seemingly arbitrary number might mean to you, I like that he acknowledges that it is kind of uh, arbitrary. So far, so good. Uh huh. I think we get along. Therefore, I think the only logical next step is to purchase a condo together and go grab a drink. Whichever you prefer. I'm a simple man. You in? I'm in. I, you know what? Ten points. Beautiful message. Funny, like well crafted. Well crafted. Yes. Thoughtful. Uh, He paid attention. You can tell he didn't copy and paste it. He paid attention to the ninety-one percent match, which which kind of you know you you might initially look at, but then says, "I get that this is arbitrary. This might not mean anything." So funny, but not like in a creepy serial killer way. Yeah. I once, you know, somebody once told me, if you want to succeed in anything, just be nice and be normal. And that goes for online dating. Yes. So take a tip from that last guy. I mean, be I nice would just, if any guys are listening, let, can we read that again so that they can maybe write it down? Because <laughs> I think that they should just use this message because it was a beautifully no, crafted because then message. everyone's going to listen to this podcast and know that they're copying. No copying paste. Be original. Oh, we don't know that many Be listeners original. yet, so I don't think that's going to be an issue. No. I will give advice. I will say just mention something in somebody's profile. Show that you read, like that you took the time. Um, don't just say, hey. No one-word messages. And be a little funny like that guy. Those are my pointers. Yeah, even if you don't want to say this whole long thing about the match, the part that I loved was, there. I think the only logical next step is to purchase a condo together or grab a drink, which, whichever you prefer. I'm a simple man, you in. It's just cute. Right, but you should add other things. If you just sent that sentence, that's, see, that's where people go wrong. Like, if you just sent about the condo, I'd be like, er, back up. But he, like, established that he was funny and normal. So um, I like that. I like it. I'm. I mean, that w- that was a perfect, perfect one to end on. Yeah. So, okay, how many did we read? How many horrible ones did we have? Um, that was six, six horrible messages in the last forty. But hours. one golden one, right? So, would five you say that that's like golden. a typical average in terms of like messages that you get? Um, no, I would say usually there's no one normal one. I mean, there's like this. So these were uh, there was a lot of content in these. In between these, there's a lot of like, hey, hey, what's up? What's up? Yeah. Hey, hey. So those are kind of neutral. Not bad, not good, but just like boring. Unless the guy's like super, super hot or says something really interesting in his profile, you're probably just going to ignore the hey. Right. Yes. Always. Like right. nine times out of ten. So anyway, that's uh, that was my week in OkCupiding. Well, thanks for sharing your mailbox with us. <laughs> Anytime. Uh, I think next week we're going to go back to our user questions. So if you have a question... You can tweet us at your single show on Twitter, or you can go to our website, www.thisiswhyyoursingleshow.com, and email us a question if you would like to message me on OkCupid. Uh, 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 just kidding. Don't, don't. Don't do it. All right. Now it is time for our reason of the week. week. 
That's what the dramatic music was supposed to be for. Yeah. Um, this week's reason of the week is you're cuddle horny. Yeah. Angela, this is one that you really love. Yeah, this one's near and dear to my heart. Uh, uh, throughout my time as a single lady, I would get real cuddle horny. Um, so I don't know if everybody is aware of the sensation that is post-coital cuddling. So I'm going to read you a little definition. I believe this is from Webster's Dictionary. No, this is from our book. <laughs> oh, right. That. I get we wrote this all definition, you crazy. <laughs> okay, so it says, Cuddling, the act of tenderly embracing a romantic interest in a hug-like stance with no genital stimulation. Spooning, where two bodies fit against each other in a spoon-like shape, is, a, is the predominant cuddle position. Cuddling may also be referred to as snuggling, nuzzling, nestling, petting, canoodling, hugging, holding, caressing, embracing, smushing, mushing, squeezing, and the other things you do to adorable kittens. So being cuddle horny, what that mm-hmm. is, is like if you haven't slept with a guy in a while, if you've been single for a long time, sure. you don't live at home, you you go home after a long day of work, mm-hmm. you don't live with your mom to give you a big hug, you honestly just miss having human touch so what starts to happen is you go out to a bar you you honestly maybe you do want to have sex but all you really want is just someone to like hold you in a tight little ball and pretend you're a teddy bear exactly yeah i know i mean like you can i think what happens when you're single is you go like you can go months and you're like i feel a little off what is up with this and then you realize like oh i haven't been hugged in about half a year it's really sad and like those half-ass like hello hugs like when you go into first date and it's like a back pat it's like a little flipper doesn't count that doesn't like you don't feel anything from that no so uh yeah you start to kind of like rub up against people on the subway for their I mean, warmth like, I have and friends, comfort i have friends that live together and and uh they're single and sometimes they'll just like climb into each other's bed and cuddle each other at night I totally get that. And I, I mean, I love that. Like, I would yeah. want to, like, come over and have a big cuddle party. I mean, there's a reason boyfriend pillows were invented. Oh, right. Yeah. They're in every dorm in America. And it's, it's just not the same. They just, don't smell no. like Although they did invent body spray. I believe, like, Bed Bath & Beyond or something, they invented one that actually has, like, it looks like a man's arm on it. And then you sleep with, like, a mannequin arm around it's you. So sad. <laughs> It's heartbreaking. But again, you do you. You need that. I mean, there's a lot of cuddle positions that are very sexy. Oh, for sure. And we've got some cuddle positions that we would like let's, to. Let's get in the mood with a little music. Yeah, this is for all them. of the cuddle horny ladies out there. Yeah. We've written a few sexy things to try in bed with your partner. So if you do find yourself, if you find mm-hmm. a guy at a bar, maybe you're right. not ready to sleep with him. You just want to go home and you want to cuddle. These are some of the cuddle positions that are going to drive your man Absolutely crazy. All right. Sexy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is this? I'm Ooh. trying to set the mood here. This works. Is this? Are I you getting like in I'm the at, mood? I'm at a candlelit bar lounge. No, then, you're supposed to be like. Oh, I'm at in my home. bedroom. There's you're like silk to, sheets. There's silk. Okay, silk sheets. All ready for cuddling. There's um a lot of candles that are yeah. lit around the room. Mm-hmm. The roommates are gone. The roommates right. are not home. Oh, things are about to get wild. The lights are down, so all you can you can see the outline of your bodies from the candles that are around the room. Mm-hmm. And even closer. Yeah, and you've taken out all of the leftover Chinese food and thrown that out, so the mm-hmm. room smells of a. Yeah, you spray like some Febreze on your couch. Uh, yeah, and you've got some lavender fern 
perfume uh-huh. that you bought from the Williamsburg store. Okay. The first cuddle position is the little spoon. It's the missionary of cuddle positions, but just like missionary, there's a reason it's a classic. If you want to take a new spin on a beloved favorite, try also sweetly holding his hand and turning on a movie. Pull that trick a couple times and he'll be calling you teaspoon for terrific in bed. <laughs> or you can try big spoon. Ooh. Do you like the taste of back hair? I do. Want to put those extra long arms to use? Please. Then this is the move for you. Surprise him one night by getting behind him and squeezing real tight. Guys love a girl that takes care of her own pleasure. When you're in control, you decide how fast or how slow you fall asleep. Aww. He'll especially appreciate this one if he suffers from, quote, tiny T-Rex arms. For extra pleasure, use a pillow to support your head. I like that move. Yeah. It's my All right. Fave. The third move is facing each other. Now, this move is only for more advanced and adventurous cuddlers. Oh, it's my favorite. When done incorrectly, you both may have difficulty breathing because you are mere inches from each other's faces sharing the same air supply. However, master the proper head tilt, and you can last all night long in this position. All right, what's number four? Um, texting while he rubs your back. Ooh. Mm-hmm. This one hits a real sweet spot for the ladies. In the last 45 minutes since you started banging, you've missed out on tons of texts from your friends. If you want to catch up on world events and weekend plans, try this complex move. I like that one. (laughs) And our last super sexy cuddle mood is sleeping while he stares at you adoringly. If you and your man have no shame satisfying your own needs, you will both love this one. Pass out in any position that feels comfortable. Don't worry about having a pretty resting face. Just like your old face, you're not supposed to look good if you're doing it right. I am in the mood to cuddle. All right. Those are the super sexy cuddle moves. Angela, which is your favorite cuddle position? I mean, the the facing each other one, if you can master it. It's true, though. You really do run out of air supply if you don't do it right. So be careful. (laughs) You want to be safe in the bedroom. Have you ever almost died while trying to face each other cuddling? I'm sure. (laughs) <laughs> I'm sure there's been moments where, where my breathing just cut off and there's, then I just like woke up. There's times if like it's allergy season and my nose is plugged and I'm like making out and like mm-hmm. at some point you like, well, you, you don't want to like, like nowhere to breathe out. You of, can't, like, there's no hole to breathe out of. So you like, <laughs> you kind of like, you don't want to like make it unromantic and like pull back and gasp for breath. Right. And so you kind of like, you kind of like slide your head down the neck and you're <gasps> You gasp for air. I cannot explain how many times that has happened to me. Where you're like, you're like, this is really hot, but I can't breathe. (laughs) You're doing a great job. (laughs) This is really out of my nose. This is really hot, but my nose, I can't breathe out of it, so I can't breathe at all. (laughs) That's kind of like the facing each other one. Oh yeah, Um, but yeah, if you ran out of air, you just flip into like a little spoon or a big spoon. Lately, I've been big spooning a lot lately. I don't know what it is. It's my long arms. Oh, my God. I know. You are like a power lady. I think it's kind of like when uh, pregnant women sleep with a pillow between their legs for whatever reason. Like, there's <laughs> some science behind it. Wait, I, I thought you said it was about your, your arms. Are you, like, wrapping your well, legs yeah, around him? It's just like a general, like, clamp of the body. <laughs> um, so it's really just, it makes for really comfy sleeping time. And how do your men feel about this? Uh, no complaints yet. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. 
I mean, who doesn't want to be like clamped? That's right? so sexy. Well, I think that the whole theory behind uh, cuddle, being cuddle horny is everybody likes to be clamped a little sometimes. That's true. I like cuddling for like a few minutes and then it's like when I'm out with my friends mm-hmm. and you're having fun and then I reach a point where I'm like, I want to leave now. Like I just mm-hmm. can't be at this place anymore. Mm-hmm. And I've got about like a 20 second window for me to like get out of there before I like turn evil where I'm just right. like, I hate this place. Right. I don't want to be here. It's good when you have that uh, that clock in your brain that you're like, okay, I have about like five minutes before yeah. I freak out. and Before I freak out and, and I like just need to go thing, home. Make things I don't awkward. know. It just happens to me. It's like, it's almost like a... Like a Cinderella situation. Right, you get overstimulated. And I just need to get out of there. So Mm -hmm. that happens to me when I'm cuddling. It's like I start to cuddle and I'm really (laughs) liking it. And then I reach the point where I'm like, get off me. (laughs) Oh, no. Get off me. Do you get sweaty? Are you like a sweaty bed person? I don't sweat. I'm I'm a woman. I don't sweat. (laughs) Oh, my God. Women don't sweat. That's (laughs) crazy. Nope, I don't sweat. Um, Because I know some people don't like it because it gets hot, especially in the summertime. Yeah. I mean, that's like bodies rubbing together. I don't um, know if it's, it's not really like a sweating issue. It's more of just like nobody touch me. I need my space. Get off right. me issue. Hmm. But, but, but generally I'm like all about it. Yeah, I like I'm doing these like it. family cuddles with dogs okay. or a dog. You spoon with your dog. Well, yes. Right. And your husband is involved. He's in the back. I'm middle spoon. Oh, it's a little draw full of spoons. And all three of you. dog is the the baby spoon. Right. It's like those Russian dolls, the Russian <laughs> stacking dolls of spooning. Right. That's precious. It's kind of creepy, and I'm aware of that, so it's like I'm kind of ironically doing it, but also right, I'm but really enjoying it. not letting your dog go. No. <sighs> hmm. So what can people do to, like, solve this cuddling horny issue? I mean, well, I they, guess they can get a dog. They could get a dog. I they mean, can get a pillow. Get a pillow or just, like, go to a bar and then try one of those sexy moves, I guess. Yeah. But uh, don't don't let the need to cuddle make you make bad decisions. Don't go home with something that, like, you're not into just because Well, because then you won't even enjoy the cuddle. Right. Then what's the point of that? Yeah. I mean, it's hard. You just try not to get to the point where you become cuddle horny. Mm -hmm. And then that will make you crazy. Get your fixes in at appropriate intervals. Yeah. Well, we hope we have cleared up this week's reason. That's mm-hmm. it for This Is Why Your Singles podcast. Yeah, thanks for listening and uh, tune in next week for a whole new show. Bye. Bye. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. Ba, 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 ba. This is why you're single. Ba, 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 ba. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Before we go, we want to thank another one of our sponsors, TipJar. TipJar is a new platform that helps every content creator in the world get paid for their work, including podcasts like ours. That's right. And you know, for someone who's like obsessed with social media like myself, like I'm really into getting likes. You crave the likes. I just want to be loved. Sometimes I find Angela in our office just in a fetal position crying on the floor saying, I just want more likes on my Instagram photo. It's true. But ultimately, they mean nothing, and there's just a void in my life. But if I, I, I am going to start using Tip Jar now because, because these likes, those mean likes something. actually mean something. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you how it works. If you're a podcaster like us, if you're a blogger, a video maker, or whatever, you go on Tip Jar, and that lets you give direct support to uh, content that you like through two little like clicks. 
Yep, including content like the This Is Why You're Single podcast. Mm-hmm. You can just throw us a dollar, a couple bucks, whatever. If you like this podcast, go to single.tipjar.it. So thank you, Tipjar, for sponsoring our podcast, yeah. and we'll see you back next week. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>